Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 1019 FM, the fan, WFAN. All right, folks, welcome back. It is a jam-packed Monday edition of JJ After Dark. It's John Zestremski right here. I'm the fan, and we're going to welcome in one of the more excitable, charismatic head coaches in college basketball. And I got to admit, as a guy who watches a whole lot of ACC basketball, this team came on my radar end of February. They were playing some unbelievable ball. I'm so happy they found their way into the tournament. They won the ACC tournament, and we're joined by the head coach of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, Josh Pastner. Coach! What's happening, brother? They sound the ACC champs, man. That's got to sound good, right? No, it's it's awfully special to say that. I'm so proud of our young men uh, to to be able to um, you know do what we did this year, finish fourth, get the double by, have 11 ACC wins, first time in Georgia Tech history to have back to back years because the last year we finished fifth and had 11 ACC wins, but back to back years. First time in Georgia Tech history of double-digit ACC wins. First time in Georgia Tech history since since eighty nine ninety to have back to back winning records in the ACC, uh, and then to, and then to win the tournament championship, uh, which was the first time since nineteen ninety three at uh, twenty six years since the last time Georgia Tech won won the ACC tournament championship, and then it's been over a decade since. Georgia Tech's name has been called and for the NCAA tournament. So it's been a great run. Plus, think about this. We're at Georgia Tech. We also had the player of the year, the second Georgia Tech uh, ever player of the year. The last one was Dennis Scott in 1990. Uh, we had Moses Wright. And we had the defensive player of the year, Jose Alvarado. So we had two guys win the awards, and they weren't the same guy. Just a really incredible I'm I'm so happy for Georgia Tech. I'm so happy for our young men, for our staff. Uh, you know, it just it's awesome. There's no other way to describe it. And, and now we're in Indianapolis and 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 turning our attention to play Loyal Chicago on Friday, uh, four o'clock Eastern. And uh, we're excited for that opportunity. Well, Coach, you've been at Georgia Tech now for the last couple of years, and as you're watching your team emerge, as you're watching your team grow. You obviously have a lot of veteran experience, and I think that has definitely helped February, March, and beyond. But when was the moment for you? Maybe it was early in the year. Maybe it was late last year when Coach Josh Pastner looked at his team and said, wow, I think we got a chance to be pretty darn good. Yeah, no, that's a great question. And, and you know, you, you look at it last year, the way we finished uh, to get us to fifth place, we won six of our last seven, plus we had the majority of our team back. And, and if I could even back it up prior to that, when I got the job at Georgia Tech, it was actually five years ago. It was in April of 2016. On the Saturday of the Final Four, I was interviewing for the Georgia Tech job, 
Saturday of that Final Four uh, uh, weekend, it was in Houston, Texas. It was myself, the search firm person, plus three people from Georgia Tech. And they talked about it was going to be a rebuild. It was going to take time, but they wanted to know my vision. And, and, and I was like, you know, obviously telling them, hey, five years, we will get back to the NCAA tournament. Not three, not four, not six, not seven. We're going to need all five years. But I told them in that part of that vision is I believe we've got to get old and stay old. This is what I believe the best opportunity for Georgia Tech to be successful in this conference with the changing of the landscape, 15 teams, is we've got to get old and stay old. And then we've got to get really good guards, really good guard play. And I really have stuck to that, what I believe is the model. And, and we've done that. We've, we've gotten old the last two years. We've been an older team. That's why you look at our success that we've had. Um, it's been based on our veteran leadership, and we've had a we've obviously got really good players, but we've got a great backcourt. Uh, we got really good guards. You look at guys like Jose Alvarado, Michael DeVoe, uh, you know uh, uh, Bubba Parr and Kyle Sturdivant. I mean, those guys are, are backcourt guards, and they've been really good for us this season. Well, Coach, you're doing radio here in New York City. You got a couple of local guys on your team, man. Listen, as a guy's living in Brooklyn, New York right now, we appreciate a guy who plays with heart, who plays with toughness, and plays with tenacity. Alvarado, and he feels like one of those guys, Coach, that I've been watching torment Syracuse for years, and I say this in a complimentary way. He's a pest, man. I wouldn't want to be a point guard going against him with the way he plays defense. What is it about him and his motor and his will to win that makes him such a special player? Well, a couple things. Um, um, let me just say this with Jose Alvarado. He's from, he's from like you mentioned, from Brooklyn. We also have Khalid Moore, um, who, who's uh, uh, from New York as well, too. So we have two New York guys on our team. Khalid Moore, who's, who's a starter for us. He's a, and he's a, he's a, he has played lights out for us and obviously Jose Alvarado who's the back-to-back last two seasons steel leader steals leader in the ACC the last guy to do that was Chris Paul but let me tell you because you just mentioned about what you know (laughs) what, what your listeners love about the New York City guards let me tell you something about Jose Alvarado and you know Georgia Tech has had a history of great guards I believe Jose Alvarado is the greatest Georgia Tech guard ever to win in, in these terms of the amount of 50-50 balls that he wins. There is more loose balls, more winning plays. Listen, he might not be as talented as Mark Price or Kenny Anderson or Stephon Marbury or, or those guys. I get that. I know those guys are, you know, they're superstars. But there has not been a guy at Georgia Tech in the guard spot that has had more winning plays with 50-50 loose balls than Jose Alvarado. That is why everybody loves him, is they love him because of the fact he plays so hard. Every possession. He told me during the recruiting process, Coach, winning is more important to me than breathing. And when you have that mentality, when you have that that edge about you and that chip on your shoulder and that fight, that scrap, that kick, that claw, like you, you will not be denied that you're going to give every part of your body to, to try to win the game. It, 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 it transcends and, it, and it's contagious for not only for our team, 
but every coach that watches them or every fan that watches them, every media person that watches them, they love the kid because he plays so hard. Coach, you guys in the ACC tournament, I mean, it kind of sums up the year in a nutshell, right? Uh, there's stoppages, COVID breakouts, your game against Virginia ends up getting canceled. You end up winning on Thursday. Then you're playing a terrific Florida State team on Saturday. How big of a challenge has it been all year getting your guys on board, making sure everybody's doing what they need to do, and then to have to deal with that during an ACC tournament? Was that unlike anything you've been through in your years of coaching? Yeah, look, I mean, I, I, I personally think this is the hardest year that uh, we've ever, that anybody's ever had to deal with in, in athletics, uh, especially in college. Um, because not, I mean, look, you, you're trying to win the game. You're trying to have strategy and game preparation and, and, and getting ready to play and compete. But at the same time, at the same time, um, you know, you also have, and you got academics and recruiting, but at the same time, you're dealing with COVID-19 protocols just to get to the game. Think about what goes into these protocols every single day. Where are you sitting on the bus? Where are you sitting on the airplane? Where are you sitting in the team meal room? Who's serving the food? Are they, is there going to be only one person to have, have, make sure they wear gloves? This, that, I could go on in the locker room. Where is everyone sitting in the locker room? How about the bench? How about when we come to a timeout? Are we six feet apart? I could go on and on. So these, it can get overwhelming because you're thinking of every little thing because you're trying to do the best you can to protect everybody, to keep it within a bubble, but then also to protect them contact tracing. So this has just been an uncharted territory for this season. I give so much credit to the to the men and the women on on in basketball, the the men's and the women's teams, plus the coaches and the administrators, the medical personnel, the doctors, the NCAA to be able to have a season this year. It's been outstanding. It's been it's been a grind. It's been it's a lot of energy it takes. But um, it's been a real blessing that we've been able to all get to this point, and these student-athletes deserve so much credit. Got Georgia Tech head coach Josh Pastner joining us here. What a year for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, winning the ACC tournament. And, Coach, they did you absolutely no favors with this first-round matchup. Um, From a seeding perspective, I thought they sold a couple of these ACC schools short. Virginia Tech, for one. You guys getting in the 8-9 game, did you think the seeding would be a little better for you guys, or was it kind of on par on what you expected? Well, look, I mean, I, I, you know, look, when you win the ACC tournament championship, uh, we did have five top 20 wins. I thought we had really good numbers, but I get it. I, I, I had an idea we'd probably be in that range. Uh, I think sometimes when Duke and Carolina aren't in the top five, people can think the ACC is down, which is so untrue. The ACC is just, it's so good. There are so many good teams, and uh, it's just there's incredible parity. Everyone's getting better in this league. Um, and I want to give a shout-out to your – because I know you're a Syracuse – you know. A lot oh, of look at you Syracuse. doing your research, Coach. I was, I was, I was pounding the, the, the table for Syracuse to get in, I believe. You did, and i got to be honest, Coach. When you said that, and I watched the game, and I saw you guys dominate my boys in the second half, I'm like, listen, I think Josh is doing a phenomenal job at Georgia Tech – See, watching the same Q's team I'm watching, and now, Coach, I'm singing a much different tune. I got to be honest; you knew a lot more than I did. Well, I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big fan of Coach Beheim and 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 obviously their program, and and they're really good, and they can get to the Sweet 16. I'm just telling you, they're a hard team to play against. But 
But here's what I told people. Cause a lot of people have asked me about the seating and uh, do you feel like you got slighted and this and that. I said, look, when you get to the NCAA tournament, everybody's good. You, you, you can just throw the seating. At, everybody's good. There's no gimmies. If, if you don't play well, you can lose the game. Everybody's good. Secondly, we have a hard game to play on Friday against Loyola Chicago. Porter Mosier is one of the best coaches in the country. They are very good. For us to win, we're going to have to play a, a darn near perfect game in, in, order, in order for us to get the victory. So, so, so that's, that's first and foremost. I mean, we know how good Loyola Chicago is. If we are fortunate enough, we have to be fortunate enough and, and be able to get a win on Friday, I, wanted, I was like, okay, I've been touting that how great the ACC is. Well, I want to go play the Big Ten. I want to see where, where do we stack up against the Big Ten. And, look, Illinois is really, really good. They're the Big Ten's best team. I would like to see us, if, we can, if we're fortunate to win, which is going to be hard enough, and assuming Illinois beats Drexel, I would love the opportunity to compete against Illinois and see where do we stack against the Big Ten and so against the Big Ten's best. And, and uh, so I, would, I love our seeding. Everyone you play is good, and, and no matter what seeding you are, you just got to go out and win the game, and uh, we'll figure it out. And, um, uh, you know, we're happy to be here, but we also want to advance as well, too. And uh, we'll continue to uh, stay after it and, 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 and continue to uh, uh, get our game preparation ready and knowing that we got a really tough matchup on Friday against, like I said, a, a really good loyal Chicago team. Seeing them nine right now in the Kempom ratings. You ain't kidding, Coach. And, and they're top – they're nine in Kempom, ten in the net in the net rankings, which is the which is what the NC two A uses as their evaluation tool. So they have great numbers. If you look at their analytical numbers, they're they got, they're very very strong on both sides of the basketball. Okay, coach, you guys are going to win this game. You guys are going to play well in this tournament. What is a must for your team? Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I I, I think you got to you know. We're, we're, we're going to need to make threes. I, I do think you, you're going to have to score uh, because, you know, you're going to have to make shots. I know that sounds very elementary, and I'm not trying to be sounding elementary, uh, but, but you're going to have to make some open threes and, and, or just threes. You're going to have to score the ball. And, and we're not a big team. You know, we play small. We, now we scrap. We fight. We kick. We claw. And we compete now. When we get after, our guys have a competitive fire about them that I love. Um, and we are a good offensive team, uh, but a big key will be, you know, obviously scoring the ball. And I think part of that scoring the ball to open some things up and to allow us to continue to penetrate and cut and, and, and do some different things will be to make some, make, make shots and especially the three point line. Coach final one. And I appreciate the time. Uh, you were getting some love in the ACC broadcast with, uh, Dan Shulman and Jay Billis. When it comes to your voicemail, and I got to say, Coach, listen, it was very powerful. It was uplifting. You know, you put me in a better place hearing that. But I got to be honest, I don't know if I'd be able to sit around and listen for two or two and a half minutes. What was? What is the max Josh Pastner voicemail limit? Like, didn't you, didn't you run out of time there? Don't they only give you like 30 seconds to leave a message? Well, let me tell you this. Um, uh, I had more people call me and say, and I answered, say, no, no, can you? No, we were hoping you wouldn't answer. We want to hear the voicemail. It's like Seinfeld. You know, it's or, like or, hey, George Costanza. I'm, I'm a little down. I just need a lift up. Or, hey, they'll text me, says, don't answer. I'm going to call. I, wanna, I, need a, I need a pick-me-up. I try to change my voicemail every, you know, four, six, seven weeks, whatever it may be. I think it's really good for me when I leave, when I do change the voicemail. It's a good reminder to me that, that, that if, you know, those words I talk about, gratefulness and and, and the fragileness and preciousness of just life and everything that it, it's a good reminder. But, but I've had some other people say, 
what number can I push to, to skip the greeting? I've heard this 20 times. I just want to leave you a darn message. And I think a lot of people probably don't leave me messages at times because they don't want to listen to the entire voicemail. But, uh, hey, it is what it is. Um, you know, you live once. You, you, you try to make a positive uh, impact. I, I, I believe in positive energy. I think just like the game of basketball is just like the game of life. It's all about energy, all about positive energy. And and I think that's contagious. And if, if one person is having a tough day and they can listen to my voicemail and give them maybe a uh, he or she a, a pump up and a smile, it, it's better to have that than the other way. Well, Coach, I think the energy between me and you right now is off the charts because that's kind of how I'm wired too. So when I hear somebody who kind of brings that element to his craft and does a really good job of it, fires me up. So, Coach, kill it, man. All the best. I'll be rooting for you. It's a tough matchup against Loyola Chicago, but represent the ACC. You guys have done a great job all year. And listen, next time you see that 2-3 zone in Syracuse, take it easy a little bit on Jimmy and the boys, okay? Hey, we did have 50-some-odd points in the paint against them. Don't forget that now. We played pretty well against Syracuse, even though they almost got us. We played well. We The, the biggest thing is, even though we, we made a couple threes, we really did a nice job in the paint. I was really proud of the way we executed against their zone. Coach, all the best, man. Go get them this week. Thank we'll you. be watching, okay? Thank you. Thank you so much. They have it. That's Josh Paston, the outstanding head coach at Georgia Tech. He's done a phenomenal job this year. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.